I knew my life would be terrible once I started working at Wendy's. I started working there when I realized my mom had stopped wanting to pay my college funds. I needed to pay my rent, and the nearest work available was a local Wendy's. I ended up working there anyway, and impressed the manager enough to have a suitable income for my situation. Finally, I had enough money to pay my rent and support myself. Things were good, but I was still looking for other jobs that related to my studies in college. We had a small staff, consisting of only 12 people. After about a year, I was granted the job of supervisor. One quiet evening, we were getting ready to work all night because of the new 24 hours open Wendy's system. My shift was all the way from 10 to 8 in the morning. I thought it would be a slow, boring night with nothing more than just me and another four people. The four people were an old man named Jim and a few teenage girls. I was the supervisor for the night and my boss decided to leave us. Most of the time, there were no customers to speak of. Well, except for this one guy. He was pretty fat, and I guess that there were some people who wanted their chicken fix at 12 at night. After 12, all of us just stood at our posts, sometimes talking, sometimes not. I just looked at the drive through camera most of the time, waiting for something that caught my eye. I did notice a car coming in from the drive through entrance. Gear up, guys. There's a customer, I told them. The car was a yellowish 56 Chevy convertible. And he's got a sweet car, I said to make things more interesting. I picked up the headset and spoke into the mic. Hello, welcome to Wendy's. May I take your order? After a few seconds of silence, I heard a whispering or a quiet speaking of some sort. This was a bit weird, and I just asked again. Sorry, sir. Could you just repeat that order again? After a few minutes of silence, I just regarded the whole situation as odd. I looked over to my coworkers and shrugged. I could tell that Jim was getting impatient. Before I could ask again, Jim took the headset from me. Sir, could you please just... He was immediately cut off by something. The color faded away from his face, and he ripped off the headset and ran to the employee washroom, crying. I was shocked that such an experienced old man could break so easily. One of the girls chased him, and I put on the headset, then saw that the cord was cut. God damn it, Jim. You broke the headset. I looked at the screens, and neither of them had the yellow convertible. Fifteen minutes later, one of the girls came back with Jim. He said he heard his mother's voice. I didn't know whether to yell at him to stop being so crazy or sympathize with him. I just said to get back to work and that I'd take care of the drive through The girls clearly looked worried. As a supervisor, I had to keep all of my staff under control and working, so I told them to just get back to their posts and wait for me to give them any orders that came through. I was thinking of ways that this could be possible, were we being pranked? I thought as I looked through the cameras once more. Had they just messed with us on the mic and sped right past the window? No, they couldn't have. I would have heard the engine right outside. 
I wasn't a skeptic in earlier parts of my life, but recently I had stopped believing in such things. It was about an hour later that some weird things started going on. We were all a little tired, and we were about to take mini shifts where we would all take quick naps. I looked down at the cameras once more and noticed a bit of fuzz going on. I tapped the screen lightly, and that seemed to fix it for a couple seconds. After a few more times of fixing it, I noticed something really peculiar going on in the top right corner of the screen. There was some guy in a hoodie walking down the sidewalk that was just barely out of view. After the hoodie guy had passed, there was another guy just seconds afterwards. Hey guys, check this out, I said pointing to the screen. Once I had announced that, the guy stopped and looked over to the camera. I felt like he heard me somehow. He then continued to walk and went off screen. The screen started to clear up again. By that time, I had really started to get tired. I would have taken a nap, but for some reason, there's a rule about the supervisor not taking naps, and knowing Jim, he'd rat me out in a second. So I went to the back office and just did some paperwork that needed to get taken care of. I just needed to fill out what was used in the night, how much we made. It's actually very simple stuff. While I was working on the papers, I noticed this red sheet in the pile. I picked it out and read it. It said, The Freezer. I could understand it, but the writing was very sloppy, and reminded me a bit of a cover of a Goosebumps book. I chuckled a bit and went to consult my coworkers. I asked them if they had left the piece of paper in the office. But all they said in return was, The office has been locked all day, and we're too tired for any pranks. I just left it in the office and went to check on the cameras. I got to the cameras only to find them busted. All the screens were cracked, and the headset was emitting this weird static noise. Guys, who did this? I questioned in an extremely angry tone. I thought I heard something, said one of the girls. What did you hear? She seemed to have a higher IQ than the other girls, who just texted on the phones half their day. So I was surprised to see that she didn't check the noise. I heard a bit of a tapping and then a loud banging sound. It only lasted for a couple seconds, so I thought someone else was over there. I thought you were over there, said one of the other girls, texting on her phone. Well, I wasn't, I said in a shaky voice. For the next few minutes, we just stood there, not talking. It was kind of eerie, actually. It was all silent, and I could hear nothing except the stack of the headset, realizing the cord had been broken earlier. I ran over to the headset, checking to see if my theory was going anywhere. Sure enough, I was correct. The cord was completely disconnected, but it was still making a noise. I felt my blood run cold, and the hairs on my neck stand up as I slowly put on the headset. All I heard was a disarray of static, and I didn't even know what to say, so I stammered out a weak, Hello? As soon as I spoke, the headset blared out a loud and disoriented, The Freezer! It was so loud that I ripped off the headset as soon as I heard it. After that, I told them not to go anywhere near the freezer. As the night went on, I tried to get the screens fixed, but I couldn't, so I just told the girls to watch the windows every once in a while. It started to get a little hot, which was strange since it was the middle of October, and it was always very cool during the night. The night went on, 
I made some hourly rounds, and it was nearly four in the morning when I noticed one of the girls had left. What happened? I asked Jim. How am I supposed to know? He snapped back, snarling a bit as he did so. Aren't you supposed to keep track of him? I ain't no babysitter. I'm just doing my job. He was right. This could badly affect my performance, and ruin the stable relationship I had with my manager. I looked in the back, and saw that all her stuff was gone. Where could she have went? I thought as I opened her locker. Her phone was still here, so she couldn't have gone far. I went over to the screens and tried to fix them again, to see if I could make some more progress. About an hour later, I finally fixed the screens. By this time, I was sweating like a dog in the desert. It was so hot that the air was almost like warm blankets. I looked at the screens and all of them were a dark shade of red. Oh my god. I said to myself as I saw the body of a teenage girl in the bottom left corner of the camera's view. I ran to the window and tried to open it. It wouldn't budge. In fact, none of the windows would open. I ran to the back door and tried there too. I have to get out of here, I thought as I tried to bust down the door. It would not open, no matter how hard I tried. By now, I was feeling weak, and I noticed that no one else was around except for me. I looked out of the drive through window at an angle so I could see what exactly happened. It looked like someone had ran her over with a tractor. I threw up at the sight, then ran to the front of the restaurant and tried to exit through the glass doors that led inside. I looked for something to break open the windows. I went over behind the counter and disconnected the cash register. I threw it at the glass, but some of it flew back at me, directly into my knee. I fell to the ground and couldn't get back up. I heard something making a hissing noise behind me. It was the grill, and the grease traps were smoking. The grill suddenly burst into flames, which made the heat unbearable. I crawled over to the steel door of the freezer and flicked the handle with my hand. Then I pushed the door open to escape into the cold. I crawled inside and saw the lights flicker on. Finally, I found my co-workers in there. They were hanging from the meat racks. And the person with the hoodie was now at the door. They took it off, revealing a mask, which was the character Wendy from the Wendy's logo. Her eyes lifeless and cold. Before I could say anything, she slammed the door, and there was nothing but blackness. If you were listening to this, I probably didn't make it. However, if you do end up hearing about this Wendy's, do not eat there. There's a Wendy that lurks around this place, and you may not make it out either. Trust me, the food's not worth the risk.